This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggin Show. Today I am joined by somebody I've been tremendously excited to have on the show for a little while now. It is the incredible author, Savannah Brown. Hello. How are you doing, Savannah? I'm good. How are you? I, I'm, I'm really, really good, thank you. And yeah. I'm really excited to talk about your new book, The mm. Truth About Keeping Secrets. Indeed. Now, everyone online has been like going mental over this book (laughs) everyone's been saying how incredible it is how incredibly well written it is and i think i think people aren't that generous online a lot of the time so you know when (laughs) people i found no people have no reason to be nice most of the time exactly it's always nice when people are and 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 everywhere i can't move for seeing this book which is which is a really wonderful thing um do you want to tell um our lovely listeners a little bit about it yeah um so the truth about keeping secrets is a young adult thriller Um, about a girl named Sydney who loses her dad, who is a psychiatrist in a car accident. Um, And she's not entirely convinced it was an accident. And then soon she sort of becomes intertwined in the life of June Copeland, who's the sort of golden child, homecoming queen, um, but who was also a former patient of her dad's. So there's a bit of mystery there. um, Also a bit of an examination of grief and some romance, too. Uh, and the secrets in the book; those are the yes. the secrets of the that are told to the psychiatrist. Is that right? Could I, be. I haven't read it. I need to be honest. Everyone's, I haven't read it yet. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, everyone's got secrets, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very so such intrigue. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know. Yeah. I know. I keep a lot of secrets. I do. do. Yeah. There's a lot of secrets bouncing around in this in this See, little head of mine. Part of going around and talking about the book is people have been like what sort of secrets do you, do you keep secrets and I'm like gosh I don't know I guess I don't think about it that much that that was going to be my next question <laughs> <of> that. <laughs> well you just said you have lots I do, you... I do I do I do well um, they will spill out later in the show I'm sure, I'm sure Savannah. Yeah. we always get about halfway through and then I start to overshare out. yeah absolutely um, I know in your book as well that again and I, I, I've not read it yet but I am tremendously excited to read it and I definitely will be getting myself a copy um, but I know that I believe you talk about sexuality and some mm. themes like that a little bit as yeah. well without giving any spoilers. Mm. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so Sydney is gay and it's mentioned okay. in the book. Um, it's not something it's that's tiptoed around. It's very like that's what's happening. Um, and one of the main things I was thinking about when I was writing it and it was right when the idea was conceived was that I wanted to write a book where the protagonist was gay and it just wasn't like a plot point it wasn't like sure, a, yeah. a device to drive the plot really it just kind of what it was um so that's how that came about and uh it's not it's not like a coming out story yeah it, those sorts of things are mentioned but that's not what the story's about um so that sort of comes into play um when sydney is getting closer to june and there's sort of a bit of uh, potentially unreciprocated romance there okay um and it's interesting because she's sort of dealing with the death of her dad and it's really dark stuff and she almost um uses june as a way to um sort of a coping mechanism and it's not always healthy um so it's sort of looking at the unhealthy side of relationships like that too um yeah it's i i think it's really really positive to hear that actually Mm -hmm. because i think it's it's something that there's 
it's massively lacking when it when we talk about LGBT plus representation. Mm. It's just stories where LGBT plus characters and people are just kind of allowed to be, right. and the story doesn't isn't obsessed with you know their coming mm. out story or like you mentioned exactly. or you know something traumatizing. I feel like it's something I've seen so little of. Mm. I think um, I don't know if you saw the Netflix show The Haunting of Hill House. Yes, um, yeah. but there was a, a a lesbian or bisexual character in that. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, and again, it never really, it wasn't an issue. She right. just happened to be. And I think we're starting to see more of that um, because it's like it's like you watch something and you're not watching it as like, it's not, or you don't read a book as like, it's queer lit. It's, it's not really. And um, sort of what I've appreciated in the marketing of tax is that it hasn't been like, it's gay. It's just like, it's yeah. something that someone who... I don't know, I'm doing air quotes you can't see, isn't like interested <laughs> in something like that. But then they could pick it up and get lost in the story and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter. It's sort of irrelevant almost. Um, the story exists outside of uh, those things. So, yeah. And how was the experience of, of writing this book? Because I know you published a, a poetry anthology mm. before, which was tremendously successful. It yeah. was award-winning, I believe. Yeah, it was a finalist in the Goodreads Choice Awards. That's, that's amazing. That's yeah, incredible. That's very exciting. Um, so how was it from, uh, as well, you you know, you have an amazing YouTube channel where you do so much. I think the first time, I think before we ever met, I saw mm. some of your spoken word videos. And yeah. I was always blown away by your talent. Um and how was it kind of making that transition from the kind of poetry yeah. and the spoken word into... Because uh, it's no small feat to write a book. No, right. Um, it's interesting. I was I was sort of writing stories first, so ever since I was little, little. Um, and poetry was something that I picked up in around high school. Um, and I started doing poetry on my YouTube channel because it was sort of the... In, between poetry and prose poetry was the thing that translated best to my youtube channel because i could perform it and do the yeah. whole thing and then just put up the video and then that's how it worked so people knew me for poetry when i was still writing sort of stories all the way through um so it, de it never really felt like i'm putting down poetry and picking up something else um it was something i was always sort of doing um but they're totally different things and my processes yeah. for writing both are completely different um poetry i like because Obviously, this feels silly to say. They're shorter. Um, and you can sort of focus on one for a while. Um, and they almost renounce structure, so you can kind of do whatever you want with it. Yeah. With the novel, um, obviously, it was a much greater feat. Um, so it, <laughs> it took a lot longer. And um, it sort of relies on structure. So I was kind of mulling over the anatomy of the story. And kind of, it, it feels like a puzzle, really. It feels like putting pieces of a puzzle together. Um, so those are the main differences, I think. Um, I'm like such a perfectionist, though, that I still like every sentence I just go over again and again. So it almost felt like writing a really long poem and now sure. it's an epic. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And, and has much of your self gone into the characters? Yeah. I, I feel already there may be some of you in Sydney, <laughs> perhaps. Um, I would say so. I always say that um, I think when you create characters there's always a there's a bit of you in all of them i think um so it might be like a really shitty part of you but i think there's parts of you in everyone you make almost um so for me sydney has sort of i think she's quite introspective mm. um i think she's got a dark sense of humor um which are both traits i have <laughs> um so i think and that was the interesting thing because it's written in first person um, so you really have to sort of occupy their mind and get into that space. Um, and with Sydney, it was easy because I, I felt like her internal monologue um, came quite naturally to me. Um, yeah, I think I think everyone's got a bit of me. 
I guess maybe it'll be a fun game to let people decide which which bits are of me are in which. But. Uh, and do, do you feel as well that you kind of talk about some controversial themes? Do you feel like I know you, that you know I often see you on Twitter and things. I know you've made YouTube videos in the past where you have been very passionate about mm. um, you know certain political ideas or you yeah. know I, ideas again around like sexuality or whatever mm. it is. Do you think you, there are any messages that you try to bring across through the book? Yeah, oh, that's interesting actually. Um, I think. Because what I was talking about with making Sydney gay was that it didn't feel like a statement. It didn't feel like something I was like trying to say. And I, I honestly, that's one of my least favorite things when I'm reading is when the, the author comes across as preachy. I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into it. And I think there's definitely things you can take from the book. I try my best to not say anything one way or the other just because i think that makes for quite a boring reading experience for sure yeah when you can't sort of take your own ideas um from the text you know so um yeah sorry that's sort of a boring answer but i, I think no, I, not at all <laughs> i think i tried not to make any sort of grand statements or anything yeah so it's a, a i mean really more than anything it is a thriller and that's mm. what we should be and celebrating I, think, I guess yeah well i think too it's a lot it's a lot about grief um and it's sort of maybe more so than your average thriller digs into those things a bit more mm-hmm. um it's quite dark i'd yeah. say um it's quite dark that's just sort of my sensibility i guess um but yeah that's that's tax this is this is perhaps um quite a personal question so you can okay. so you can slap me across the face and, t- and tell me you're <laughs> not answering this you. um but you say that you say that the book explores grief a lot mm. has any of that come from yourself or is that completely fictional so um knock on wood i have not experienced a loss to the degree that sydney has um that sort of whole um situation was conceived because i was um struggling with a bout of really intense death anxiety mm-hmm. um i've had anxiety for most of my life um but the death anxiety thing was really new and i yeah. d- had no idea how to deal with it so um in Sydney's case, it was sort of, it comes about, she has the same thing, and it comes about because of her dad's death. For me, there wasn't, like, a catalyst in the same way. Um, but I think I think that's sort of where we're the same. Um, and then through that, you almost are forced to, to learn about grief and examine it because it almost feels like you're grieving yourself. Sure. Um, and that was, that was sort of what I was feeling at the time. Um, so a lot of tax is sort of exploring those sorts of things. Would you say that that was almost, uh, I don't know if therapeutic is the right word, yeah, but um, almost a, a release, a way to explore that, that, what you were feeling? Yeah, there is an author Q&A in the back of the book, actually, where um, I mentioned it sort of being like a, a therapy session writing it. Okay. Because it, it does, it feels like that, because you're literally like, here's 80,000 words to explore, like, your deepest fears go. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it definitely felt like that. Um, I'm not sure, someone just asked me this, if if it felt like it helped and I think in some ways it feels like it helped um I'm not sure if I think about these things any less but I think I think about them differently Hmm. um in that I now sort of have the context and I have sort of the I don't know a way to describe how I'm feeling better almost there's there's a wonderful quote and I'm not sure exactly who it's by (laughs) um and you may have heard this before but it's um I write to see what I say Mm. um and it's the idea that it's it it, it can be like a therapy for writers to sit down and go I I I kind of understand my thoughts about this but until you put it onto a page you sometimes just have all these thoughts buzzing and until like you say until you actually articulate what you're thinking sometimes you can't even figure out where the feelings or thoughts are even coming from so to literally just be able to articulate them, it does help. It does help. 
Well, I'm so excited um, yeah. to actually read this book, Savannah. After all that context. No, literally, um, like so many of my, you know, really close personal friends as well have been like posting about it and saying oh. that, you know, they all love it. So I really can't wait to get my teeth into it. Um, we're going to be having some fun on the show. Um, we are at the end of the show. We're going to be reacting to our lovely listeners sex confession. So if you are listening and you would like to send those in, you can do that by emailing Callum at FUBARradio.com. And that is completely anonymous. So send us all your all your secrets, eh, Savannah? Ooh, <laughs> did you like that tie in? I did. <laughs> Should we have some music? Yes. All right. This is a little bit of Naked by Sienna Liggins. There has been um, a lot of discussion today around and I know I saw that you weighed in on Twitter earlier around the whole issue of there's a lot of people right now trying to prevent um, LGBT plus inclusive education mm -hmm. happening in schools yeah. um, I just kind of even though I, I kind of already know your thoughts I've seen the tweet <laughs> I kind of just wanted to since it's so topical right now I thought yeah. it would be interesting to have a quick conversation about it so do you mm -hmm. want to tell me your thoughts yeah um, so sort of the gist of my tweets was that people have sort of convinced themselves that LGBT plus um, education is sort of about like teaching kids about like far away gays that mm, have like nothing yeah. really to do with them. And it's just sort of to, it, it, I don't know, what's the word, expose kids to those things. Um, when in reality, it's it's teaching kids about their peers and themselves. And it, it, it directly affects the world around them. Um, not It's not about others. It's literally about themselves. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the problem why people are so averse to it stems from the sort of supposed intrinsic link between LGBT plus stuff and sex. Um, when that's not, it's not what it's about. I don't know what people are envisioning these lessons to be like. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not like, I, I don't even know. There's, there's like a, there's almost like this insidious notion that it's like an over-sexualization of LGBT plus yeah, people. Whenever exactly. we talk about them, it's like you say, oh, gay men, and, and, and some people want to think of anal sex for some exactly. reason rather no. than two people loving exactly. each other. Exactly. And when, when you're presenting those things to kids, it's not, like you say, it's not, you know, there's a dick in guys, but it's like it's like your friends might have two moms and you might feel this way towards someone of the same gender. And if you do, it's okay. And please don't, you know, feel like that makes you lesser or broken or bad. Um, and that's the gist of it. And that's and that's what it is. And I honestly cannot even envision why people think that's the bad thing. And um, it, it's, it's frustrating as well, because I think a lot of this comes from the kind of, you know, we're going to keep our kids away from this. And then that will stop yeah. them from being LGBT plus, which it, which, which it never yeah. will. It, it is it only ever makes things worse and it there's a direct correlation between um places where there is lgbt plus education and suicide rates yeah um so it is proven that less kids will kill themselves if if these things are presented to themselves and their peers at a younger age and that in itself um, should be enough right you'd think um yeah insidious is the right word i honestly think it's quite insidious yeah um to sort of keep kids away from something that they'll inevitably 
learn about. Uh, but they they have the potential to learn about it in the wrong way. That's right, the worry exactly. as well. They go online, they may read something wrong or, you know. No, and, and the age that people have decided on, they're like, when they're 13, then we can start talking about this. But do you not realize that kids are already feeling these things young? young. I was so gay at eight years old. <laughs> right? I was like the biggest gay eight-year-old there's ever been. <laughs> and, and all it's doing is giving those gay eight-year-olds the the words to describe what they're feeling and yeah. telling them it's okay and that's it and if and if kids don't feel that way it's telling them that their friends are you know perfectly fine and you need to treat them like everyone else because it's just fine it's all fine absolutely um and i just can't think of anything bad about that well that, that i think it was i think it was really good to get really deep and talk about something important there savannah um but now we're going to completely lower the tone <laughs> As we always do. I, I didn't expect anything there. Um, we are going to play our favourite game now. This is Porn or Not Porn. So um, for yourself and any lovely listeners who don't know how this game works, I have five sound bites in front of me. Some of these have been taken from porn and some of them have been taken from elsewhere. And as your book is called The Truth About Keeping Secrets, yep. that is the theme this week, secrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not know the answers either. Do so we're a, we're a team. <laughs> okay. We're a team. And All I right. love lovely producers are going to give us the answers okay um so i i have no idea what to expect because secrets is a, a broad topic well i also think i'll be able to tell but my confidence is dwindling <laughs> by the second <laughs> it's harder than you think i'm sure it is it's harder than you think should we dive right in savannah yeah okay here yeah. we go first one is you promise you're not gonna die do you see already why it's difficult? I like, do. <laughs> see, I was expecting... I don't, you know, I don't even know what I was expecting. I'm not even gonna... Um, I don't know, because, like, the f- I don't know why, but I, I was hearing Matilda. <laughs> and, and now I'm Definitively worried. Definitively not porn. If we say it's porn, we're bad people. I feel like that's a child's voice, and I feel uncomfortable. I don't think that... I think that sounded a bit sexy to me. Shall I do it again? Yeah. Okay, here we go. You promise you're not gonna die. No, you're right. That's an adult. That is an adult. I think it's porn. Yeah? You promise? Yeah? I uh, don't promise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't promise anything. Um, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on this. I'm gonna you don't go. have to. No, no, no. I, I, I think you might be right. It is sexy. Listen, listen to the sex. You promise you're not going to die anymore. Like it's the smacking of the lips and it's, it's, it's very seductive. It's a bit ASMR, isn't it? A little bit ASMR. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we are going to say that this is porn, and that is the final answer. And the answer is, this is not porn. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's from Matilda. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is... um, YouTuber Whisper Ginger. I See, it was ASMR. Yeah, I think it is. Yes, it is. Well, it's 15 minutes worth of secrets in ASMR. That would have been a great way to promote your book. Porn. I, I should have known. <laughs> it's not too late. It's not too late. You can still jump on that. See, the sound quality was too good for that to be Yeah, porn. that's true. Okay, now we know. Now, now I'm tuned know. in. That was just practice. <laughs> okay, our next one is... I think you just think that you're going to convince me somehow keep your secret that's porn it sounds so that's porn, porn doesn't it like I can see him on the couch he's like smoking a cigarette that he's... guy sounded a bit too a bit too coy for me <laughs> a little bit yeah let's hear him again <laughs> I think you just think that you're gonna convince me to somehow keep your secret or yeah I think I think we're in agreement okay you, Are we no, gonna... you look like you might want to well, change your mind I feel like someone's trying to pull a fast one on me yeah, well yeah absolutely are I'm going to say porn again. Okay, yeah. We are both in agreement. We are saying that this is porn. It is porn! Yay! Would you like to hear what this is from? 
Would I? <laughs> yeah, I know you would love to. Um, this is a niece tries to, to seduce her uncle and he teases her that he might not keep their dirty secret oh. quiet. There's a lot of, there's always like nieces and uncles and uh, obviously it's not real, it's actors. Right. Um, it's it's an interesting trope <laughs> Niece in and porn. uncle is funny to me because it's not like, it, <laughs> I was going to say something stupid. I mean, like, it's not like direct incest. It's like one, I mean, no, it one step removed. <laughs> Definitely is is direct. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing some opinions I didn't realise I had. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's a trope in porn. They always seem to go through that. It's usually like stepdad, yeah. and it always mm. it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. I don't love it personally. It's not. It's not one of my favourites. No. no. Should we do our next one? Yeah. yeah, you're so nervous about <laughs> I this, am. I can see. Because I'm scared I'm going to say something is porn that is not. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm not religious or affiliated with any religion. What? How? <laughs> it's like the, the, the music oh made me think porn. But then they're talking, I'm not really? religious. The music made me think like inspirational, like infomercial. Oh, I wasn't sure. <laughs> really? I was getting different vibes. It's like that corny, like cheesy. Yeah. Play it, play it again. Okay. I'm not religious or affiliated with any religion. <laughs> what is if it is if it is porn? What is the context? I don't know. Like I'm not affiliated <laughs> with any religion. <laughs> Maybe it's like I don't know, like a sexy pastor like seduces a nice lady. Because of your accent, it sounded like you said a sexy pasta. Pa- pasta. <laughs> pasta. <laughs> um, a sexy pastor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so it, I, I just, I can't really see how this could be porn. I know. I'm going to say not porn. Yeah, I feel like this is from like some documentary about religion or like an infomercial or like a really bad movie. Oh, I'm doubting myself now. I'm just going to go gut feeling, not porn. Not porn. Final answer. And the answer is this is not porn. Ooh. Hooray! Celebration. Um, this is. People read out strangers' random biggest secrets. Is that I, a big secret? I'm yeah. not affiliated <laughs> with any religion. Um, I, don't know, I don't know the context of this. Probably a YouTube video or something, probably, I, I yes. imagine. Yeah. All right, well, let's do next one. Um, because anything going near my no-no zone. I feel like this is bait. I feel like this is... We're being tricked. Yeah. <laughs> I like no-no zone. Is that, is <laughs> do that, you? Because like, like, it, oh, it could be like... Like a PG thirteen movie, you know, a no no zone. Yes, I could see or that a... being said in like Legally Blonde or you know something. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't even have anything funny to say. Would they? Because if it was porn, they wouldn't be saying no no zone. They'd You'd be saying more vulgar not. language. You think? Unless this is like right at the beginning, and mm. they're like they haven't broken the barrier yet. So this is like s- seducing the more conservative yeah, yeah, yeah. person. Mm. Mm, yeah, that could that could be also the case. <laughs> Let's have one more play. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, because anything going near my no-no zone. Did I also there's like a little drum beat in the back? It's like, wait, I need to hear that. Um, because anything going near my no-no zone. Just a little. I feel like I I think this is from some kind of movie. I'll say not porn. Yeah. For team effort. Team effort. We are we are saying I think we're doing quite well so far. Two for three. Yeah, two, two for three. I'm glad you're I'm keeping counting. score. <laughs> yeah, we're saying not porn. And it is not porn. Yes. This is online star Amelia Fart shares all... I don't know who that is. Um, shares all her secrets, 
in an alleyway. Where are you getting these videos? They sound like <laughs> they sound like dirty videos. <laughs> this uh, filthy. Amelia Fart sharing her secrets in, in an, an alleyway. alleyway sounds like porn. <laughs> no, just... It might as well be. <laughs> um, but we got it right. So <laughs> three out of four for us. All right. Um, let's go for four out of five. I think we can do this. Okay. So our last one is. I want to be the first one to crack this case. That's porn. I want to be the first one to crack this case. Oh yeah, she's she's a girl dressed up like cop. Got oh yeah. Little, uh, she has know. like she has like a, a, I feel like she has like a, a porn accent. She does. I want to be the first one to crack this case. She sounds like the cock destroyers. Have you seen the cock destroyers, <laughs> yeah. Savannah? Oh my god, <laughs> we talk about them all the time. I love them. I just think they're. Oh, do you they're, not love them? No, they're inspirational. I but... think. I I just love it when anyone like that is is you know, happy to own their passion and their career. <laughs> we always you quote, know? there's that one video where she's like, it was like Sunday or something, and she's like, it's Sunday, a day of rest, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> we say that all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. That's, uh, oh, I can't remember, Sophie and... I don't remember I don't their names. <laughs> <laughs> um, that says I, it all. <laughs> anyway, it sounds like her. It might be. Oh my god, what if it is? It could be. Let's let's have it again. I wouldn't be the first one to crack this case. It does, it does sound, sound like it does. Her. Maybe it is. If, do we get extra points if we guess the exact? Yes, we get. We get. It it, it becomes a five out of five if, oh. if we're right. Oh, so we are saying porn. Oh yeah, and I, we also think it might be the cock, the cock destroyers. destroyers. Final answer. All right. Porn. Oh, it's just two female secret agents. So I was really hoping it was the cock destroyers. It's the off-brand cock destroyers. <laughs> um, two female secret agents get hogtied in their house by a stranger in a mask. Oh, fun. So, sounds, sounds like a fun way to fun spend afternoon. a Friday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Uh, I'm really disappointed we it wasn't the cock destroyers. But Next still, time. four out of five, Savannah. Not bad. Um, that's really good. That's the best score we've had in a while, I think. Really? So, um congratulations yeah, yeah thank, yeah. You, so thank you so much for if you could leave now that'd be oh that'd yeah be that's all i came for <laughs> uh should we have a little bit more music yeah okay this is uh jonesing by milo you're sweet like honeysuckle my knees about to buckle oh. savannah i feel like you're very lucky in one respect and i feel like i feel like it's that you've managed to kind of skip the whole dating app scene <laughs> i absolutely have i think about that a lot actually. i'm so jealous that you don't have to to, to de- honestly, deal with it no i know <laughs> i think about that a lot because it sounds miserable i like the concept of dating honestly appalls me a bit <laughs> um so i am so i am i'm grateful that i don't have to do that because you're in a very happy relationship yes. which is which is great and wonderful um <laughs> I, i've got some bad news for you oh, Samana, no. um is that did he I, break up with me no no, no he didn't he just, yeah, he just text me says, <laughs> can you tell savannah it's over oh what so, a terrible uh, time for this but i can Life. be a wingman i can be a wingman um i've I, i've got another game for you okay um and in this game i'm gonna put you through the runner we're gonna we're gonna recreate the experience of a dating app right here in the studio um so i've got some some things here and you're gonna have to decide hypothetically whether you would swipe 
left or right on these fictitious <laughs> people based on one ask, fact. Wait, I'm going to ask you a silly question. Yeah. Right is when you like them. Right, right is when you like them. Yeah, okay. see, this is this is why I'm so jealous that you've, you've not had to <laughs> yeah. go through the... I get like, like um, what's it called? RSI, like repetitive strain injury from, from swiping from left which way? to oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that I'm saying that there's some lovely people out there. I'm no, just very picky. Just, oh, and I think that's fine. I it, think you have every right to be. It's hard, it's hard to decide as well based on just like one or like three pictures or something, oh, no, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that's why I hate it so much. It's like, I can't decide if I, well, I guess we'll play the game. Well, we'll play the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you understand the rules, Savannah? I think so, yes. Yeah, I'm really not very good at explaining no, things. No, it's, it's a simple game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our first one is, uh-huh. you're going on a date to a restaurant, your date has ordered drinks, and it's already drunk by the time you arrive. And they cannot find their wallet or purse to pay. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. It's, <laughs> what's, what's the situation? They, they <laughs> what, What's happening? Where am I? Um, so we the, ordered drinks. No. Oh, they, no. They, so, they're, by the time I get there, they're already. Yeah, they've started drinking. With, they got there early, uh, started drinking. Well, I'm, I'm empathetic to that because I sometimes get nervous before things. Okay. I, I wouldn't mind sort of unwinding, just, you know, down one. Another, you know, just pass the time. Have you done this? Sometimes I get I get nervous for things, and then sometimes like oh, I'll just drink something before, and then it's chill. But I, I must say, I quite I quite like the confidence of just being like, oh, I'm early. I'm just gonna have a lovely drink yeah. by myself. No, right. You know, I'm kind of I'm not like totally averse to that. I don't think. But if they're like drooling at the table, no, that's, that's a bit. <laughs> if they're like, I'm just. <laughs> You can tell I don't date. I'm just warming it up for you. Um, so that's fine. I don't think that's necessarily bad. But then they cannot find their, their wallet and or purse. Mm. Are they a good liar or a bad liar? Uh, I'm going to say they... they're a good liar. <laughs> so they might just be like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be weird to get somewhere and start drinking and not know that you don't. You can't pay for yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's a tricky one. See, I, I, I think I'm kind of with you in the, in the fact that I think for the first part, if they were drunk, but if they were still nice and fun and yeah. they just, you know, I think That's I'd be okay I with that. I think a lot of this depends on the person too. Yes, So it like does. if they're just annoying anyways, then no, I don't like them. But yeah, like, yeah. I feel like all of those things could potentially be forgiven. Maybe I'm just being too nice. No, I like how nice you are. Um... No, it's lovely that you're so nice. Oh, I'm really not that nice. I don't know why. I'm actually a horrible person. I, I, don't, I don't know why it's just coming out of me now. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, conditionally swipe right. Can yeah. I can do it conditionally? You can do it conditionally. Right. You're saying a second date is possible. Yes. Okay. Good. I, I'm going to say left. I'm not as nice okay. as you. I'm, just, just because of the the fact that they can't pay is what's pointing me off. I haven't got much money, well, Savannah. I'm, you, like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, pay for me. If you like me. them, then you say you get the next one. Yeah, okay. True, true, true. I'm still saying left. But That's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you've swiped <laughs> right. I'm glad left. you've swiped right. <laughs> okay, your next one. Um, you're dating a guy or a girl for six weeks and they tell, or a non-binary person, for six weeks and they tell you they're migrating to the US. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Wait, okay. Well, I, I am from the US, yeah. obviously. Um, but you live here. Your permanent I, home is that's here. That's what I mean. I live here, and I cannot reliably follow someone after only six weeks. Yeah, it's too like that's even, a bit risky. Even if it had been like a really intense six weeks, if I'd seen them every day for six right. weeks, it's it's still too soon yeah. to be like, okay, I'm, I'll come to the US. No, no, or no. even let's do long distance. It's a bit no. That's no. It's I don't a bit like much. That. I'm I'm saying no. I'm, You're saying yeah, no as well. I'm going left. Swipe them left. Swipe them away. Gone. 
um, you spend the night with your partner for the first time and you find out he cannot sleep without the lights on. I mean, uh, why? Is he scared? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yes, let's say yes. He's, <laughs> he's very scared of the dark. <laughs> Can we compromise with a, with a nightlight? Uh, I'm laughing no, because I could never full lights, imagine. Big light. is, this, is this what dating is like? <laughs> yes. We're is simulating it? dating apps for you right now. This is the experience. This is the hell uh, that we have to put up with. Okay. Well, okay. Sometimes I do fall asleep with the lights on, much to the dismay of my boyfriend who comes in and I'm like knocked out on the okay, bed yeah. and the lights are still on. Um, but if he turns them out, you don't wake up and no, start. No, yelling. I'm not like turn the lights back on. <laughs> I can't sleep. Um, gosh, I, I I have something quite similar. I used to date this guy for a long time, for years actually, um, and he could only go to sleep if the television was on. See, I've known people like that. Yeah, and it I just it really Which is bothered weird. me. Well, then it's like I actually got something because there's people outside our window a lot that are really loud. So I got this weird thing, like a big headband that I put around that's got little like headphones in oh, it. Oh, amazing. So it's actually quite comfy to sleep in. So I'd say do that because it's just like the sound. Yeah, that, it? That's, that sounds like a good compromise. Yeah. You can't really... Do, well, you could wear an eye mask, I guess, if the lights are on. Yeah, but still, you can tell the lights are on, though. I'm left. Left of left. I, I, I don't I, like that. I'm actually going to say I don't like it either, but I'm, I'm going to say right. I'm going to really? give them a chance. I just cannot sleep with the lights on for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, it would be a lot. It would be. I, I think there'd be like a different room situation. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, you don't want that. Just give it messy. Same actually, left. no, I've changed my mind. I'm going left <laughs> as well. You've convinced me. You've convinced me. All right, you have just one um, more right. hellscape of a yep. situation to get through. Um, you ask a guy, girl, non-binary person to go on a second date, but they tell you they need to get their parents' approval first. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> How old are they? Are, are they 12? I, I, why would they need to get their parents' approval? No. I, I, something I find really attractive is like, independence and like really mm. just sort of doing your own thing and I, that is like the antithesis of that yeah 100 percent. i think that's i think i'm actually the same in that like the, there was no bigger turn on to me than somebody who's like independent and confident and they know what they want and they're happy mm. to just i love people who like to do things by themselves yeah me too there's so few people i feel well now i'm sure there's a lot of people but like there's a i know a lot of people who don't want to like just I, I love going to the movies no, or to a, a restaurant by myself. And I, I can't, I don't understand people who just can't, like, just do something. Like, if you want to do something, like, just, I, I like, I'm saying that as someone who, like, moved to a different continent when I was 18 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> no biggie. I, I think that's just in my brain chemistry. I'm like, just go do it. So I, I don't like that. So I'm saying left. Yeah, I'm also saying left. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. But, yeah, you can't. Parents approval. Jesus. No. Like, I get that, like, further down the line, like, after, like, 20 dates or something, you might want to be like, oh, let's meet mum and dad. But it's not, like, yeah. conditional. It's, like, hopefully they like you. No. But if my parents didn't like my partner, I'd be like, sorry, mum and dad. Well, I yeah. think he's nice. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. Well, Total agreement. Um, Good. I'm glad. I feel like we've learned a lot about yeah. each other there. Um, and I'm sorry to put you through that. I know. I hope I never have to. You ever will again. never, ever have to. Th this is my life, though. I just want you to understand. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm off the dating apps at the minute. I just can't Are be bothered. You? And I my just... hands need to recover from all the swiping. You know, it's a lot. I just hate the idea of like going somewhere to meet someone and like you don't know who, even who they are at all. And then you have to like hang out with them for like two hours. <laughs> like, no. No, yeah. I like being at home. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I've 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 tried to like get people to like come to my house on the first date. Apparently that's uh, weird. People don't like that. 
Well, because you might be creepy or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I am a bit. I am a bit creepy. <laughs> for, for Not you specifically. <laughs> no, I am a bit. But... <laughs> um, I think I think it's time for some more music, Savannah. I think so too. Okay, let's have. This is a little bit. This is brand new. This is "Beautiful Game" by Lafil. How did we get here? We travelled miles and miles for years and years. We ran, we jumped, leapt to new ground. Football Radio presents. The floor is yours with Femi. Let's hear from a caller. His name is Nish. I feel like I recognise this voice. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the it's one of the more recognisably nasal voices. Um, I watched you on, on Question Time last night offering yeah, a yeah. I mean, they're going to blame immigrants anyway. You may as yeah, well go in there instead exactly. of man. They'll be like, yeah. fine, we'll take this darkies word for it. Let me absolutely go in there and spring time for Hitler breakfast. <laughs> Every Friday. The floor is yours with Femi. From 2pm. Fubar Radio. Savannah, are you ready for some sex confessions? Yes. I've been ready the whole time. (laughs) It's the only reason you're here. Um, Thank you so much to everyone who has sent these in. Um, How do you feel about reading some of these? I just feel like you you have such a lovely voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, And I would like to listen to your voice. (laughs) Reading some sexy (laughs) Yeah, so if you want to read the top one. Okay. I've been going out with my boyfriend for six months now, and I give him BJs all the time, but he's only gone down on me a handful of times. He says he doesn't like it. This is my first relationship, and I'm sad that he won't do this to me. Is this fair? What should I do? Ooh, tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, I feel like this is something that I've heard a so lot. So much. Yeah, and I feel like it's not that uncommon. For I, I just don't know why it's expected for girls to go down on guys. And yeah. It's not expected to be reciprocated. Girls deserve more. Girls do deserve more. Like, absolutely. And, yeah, why, why do guys not like going down on girls? Why is this a thing? I don't understand. But, like, I'm sure there's a lot of girls who, like, aren't like, oh, my God, like, I want to go down on a guy. I'm sure that, you know, it's no, something I'm to sure. do. Sometimes it's something to give to somebody else instead of, like, I love it so much. It's like, yeah, it's like a present. Um, but, no, I feel like it should definitely be reciprocated if yeah. it's something that you want. I feel like that's a totally reasonable expectation. 100%. I feel like, I feel like, I get, like as we always say, like communication is keen. I feel like yeah. you guys should discuss this a little bit more and you should just... We, you're, in your question, you say, is this fair? And no. Mm, it's definitely fair. It's and in terms of what you should do... You well, mean, yeah. you say this? Oh, you mean it's fair? What they're saying is fair? No, what they're saying yeah, is fair. Yeah. Oh no, 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 not like, that. This, this no, <laughs> of course it's fair. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think, I think. Um, oh yeah, I totally read that wrong. No, <laughs> I think, I think your expectation is fair, and yeah, say, say you'll stop. One hundred percent. Also, I've done the thing that I always do, and I've assumed that this is a guy and a girl. No, but this right. could be. Well, I ass- two guys. Well, if it's two guys, then that's even worse. Yeah, yeah, because it's like a direct. Trend. Off. Yeah, maybe try sixty nine in because then it's like you get, you give, you yeah. get a bit of that. Yeah, tr- try that. That's <laughs> my advice. Sixty nine solves everything. Uh, okay, I'm gonna read the next one. Okay, I'm an eighteen year old guy, and since being at uni, I've started playing around with makeup. One of my male flatmates came into my room and saw me made up, and now I'm super embarrassed. How do I face him now he knows this? Well, not a sex confession, but thank you for sending it anyway, <laughs> in any way. Um, I th- but that's, I, you shouldn't be embarrassed. No, that's like, in terms of things to be embarrassed about, that's so, like, not embarrassing. And it's just because yeah. other people treat it as, like, that's so dumb. The thing is, he's, he hasn't even said that the guy's reacted badly. 
Yeah. He's just said no, that they wait, came wait. in How do I face and he feels embarrassed. Um, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that your flatmate actually doesn't yeah. have any issue with it. Yeah. And that, you know, that embarrassment is, is coming from yourself. And I'm mm. hoping that, again, like, maybe they should talk. If you feel like this is definitely not the person who's going to be accepting of it, maybe no, not. No, then, but, yeah, sure. But, like, if you feel like they may be, you know, more inclined to be just like, that's cool, then give it a go. Be like say you'll do his makeup yeah yeah and i i feel like as well like i go on instagram now and like all the 18 year old boys are wearing makeup now and i'm like jealous i'm like like, i wanted to wear makeup when i was 18 no i think it's cool yeah i think it's really cool and definitely 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 is not anything that you should be embarrassed about so i tell my boyfriend to put on eyeliner all the time there you go yeah (laughs) i hate it when people call it guy liner it's so it's stupid it's so stupid it's just eyeliner well it's the same way they like take things for guys and like give them different names so like the amount of times i see something for men and it's like it's literally the same product it's the same thing it's Um, eyeliner it's just eyeliner on a guy I'll call it like lady liner. Like, though I must admit that I I kind of fell victim to this recently. Did you? That the, the, the whole like way that we're marketed to. Mm. I needed some razors, mm. um, and I always get the I, I don't know what the brand is, but I always get these like green razors, and they're always mm. in the men's section. Mm-hmm. And they had run out of them, and I needed some. And I and like my friend was like, "Oh, there's some over here." Can't and it was the, the pink one. It was the pink razors <laughs> in the in the girls section, and I genuinely was like, "But." But are they different razors? Like, are they different? Are they made differently for ladies? And they weren't. They were the same. They were just pink. I might have made this up, but I normally buy razors made for guys because I think they're like slightly more durable. I don't know. Maybe I've just made that up. Um, It sounds like you've made that up. I I might have. I might have made that up. Um, Either way, it's just every time I do it, I'm just fighting, you know. Yeah. But I feel like even, even with our two experiences there, it shows that like, even though we're against that kind of like gendering no, of products, still like, it still kind of yeah, exactly. it seeps into us because it's just something you don't even think about half the time. I feel yeah, like, like this is for me, and this then, you, is, this and is then for, yeah. you don't even think about it. Everything should be for everyone, especially makeup. <laughs> Everything should be for me. <laughs> um, this next one is for you, Savannah. This nice okay. short one. Oh yeah, is that just on its own, that, or that's is it, it with the other one? I think. Oh, I don't know. Are these two separate? I think they're separate. Yes, they are. Okay, I I have a love hate relationship with Bumble. Well, I think we can both relate to that. That's a dating app. <laughs> yes. <so> that- <laughs> <laughs> can you see the vacant stare yeah, I, in my yeah, eyes? I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, I think I think we're all in agreement that. I don't mm. want to say that dating apps are trash because actually I think I think they <laughs> well, do provide a service that a lot of people enjoy. Yes. But I, I, I I'm get also what you mean. like, how do you meet people? That's what I guess I'd ask, like, how I met my own boyfriend. But I think it's, like, so hard, like, outside of, like, school or any, like, organized sort of thing that you do. I feel like it's so hard to just meet people, like, out in the world. Yeah, I feel like, like you kind of have to rely on luck. No, You know, really. like, if you're not using a dating app or something, it's like, I would quite like to be dating someone right now. <laughs> no. I'm not. And it's not like I can just right. go, oh, go down to the boyfriend shop. No, I know. You know, exactly. you just have to kind of hope. But I, I do feel like those spontaneous meetings are mm. a lot, they, they're just there's something better about them for me at least no right i can see why that sort of thing would be more meaningful for someone because with apps it almost feels like manufactured yes it does yeah so i can see why um yeah i don't really have an answer to this i suppose (laughs) uh let's do the last one would you like to let's have you read this one as well savannah um went on a date last week with my ex's new boyfriend 
As soon as I found out, after the date, by the way, I cut it off, but how weird. I wonder if they know. Like, why, why is your ex's new Wait, boyfriend? Wait, I went on a date last week with I my... think it's gays, because this isn't something that happens in the straight No, world. that's right. <laughs> I think that's where the confusion so came from. So this is from. a boy who's like... or. Uh, or a girl with lesbians. I don't. I'm. I'm confused. <laughs> it is guys. Producer is. It is. It is indeed guys. You know what? This this one's too confusing okay. for me no. to handle. <laughs> okay. Went on a date last week with my ex's new boyfriend. Wait. So. So it's a guy yes. who's broken up yes. with you, and and that boyfriend has now got a new boyfriend who's now on a date with you. It's like a love triangle situation. Get out of that mess. That's my <laughs> advice. That like just just take yourself just, out. <laughs> just remove yourself. Yeah, well he said he cut it off, but how weird. That is weird indeed. That is weird. Remove um, yourself from the situation. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's all we have to say on that one. Um Savannah, this brings us to the end of the show. Yeah. Um, great. what a great way to end. Well, not as great well. that it's the end, but I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time too. Um the truth about keeping secrets. Yes. Everyone needs to get out and buy it. Get, yes, have you got please. me like a little elevator pitch for like why people should buy it? Oh, I'm gosh. putting you on the spot. I know you are. Okay. Well, I think I think I said I think it's got a bit of everything. I think it's got a bit of bit of intrigue, bit of mystery, bit of literary stuff if you're into that. Also a bit of romance and and gays and all that good stuff. Well, I'm I'm super keen to read it. I'm yeah. just about to get to the end of a book at the minute, so I think that one is next, next. on my reading pile. Well, I hope so you um, enjoy. go get it. All good bookstores, Amazon, all, bookstores. all those places. Um, do it. And Savannah, thank you so much thank for thank you so much for having um, me. being a wonderful guest. Yeah, that's um, okay. I'm going to play you out with a little bit of the, oh this lovely new version of I'm So Tired by Lauv and Troy Savan. I'm so tired of love songs, tired of love songs, tired of love songs, tired of love. Just wanna go home, wanna go home, wanna go home. Whoa. You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com.